and welcome to this week's edition of the Library Girl and Book Boy podcast. This week I am talking to illustrator Jenny Poe about her work on The Piratry by Brigitte Aurel and published by Lantana Publishing. We find out all about how she got into illustrating children's books in the first place and some of the processes behind her work for The Piratry. We also have some reviews from our new set of pupil reviewers from Ryefield Primary School. Enjoy! Hello everyone, thank you very much for joining myself and illustrator Jenny Poe for our podcast interview today. I'm going to be chatting with Jenny about how she became an illustrator and about her work illustrating The Pirate Tree, which is a lovely picture book written by um, Brigitte Aurel and published by Lantana Publishing. Hi there Jenny. Hi Joe. hello there. Thank you very much for chatting to me this evening. Thank you for having me. (laughs) So the first question is a nice, easy one. Could you just tell us a little bit about how you um, came to be an illustrator? What was your route into illustration? Um, I studied fine art initially. I did my uh, degree in fine art. And while I was doing my degree, I was kind of itching to do some more illustration. It was very sort of conceptual based. Um, So I actually did, I sort of dabbled in fashion design on the side I went up to St Martin's and just did a part-time course alongside my degree um so that that made things interesting um and I I think I've I've always been drawn more to the children's books I I think at that point I didn't really know that I could make a living or have a career with children's book illustration um so I just carried on with the fine art and fashion illustration and tried to break into the fashion uh, sort of like illustration industry and it, it didn't quite happen. I wasn't really feeling it. But anyway, um, after, um, after my degree, I worked many jobs. I worked in shops. I worked in offices. I had reception jobs and I was still I was still playing around with the idea of children's like book illustration and then I started to speak to a few more people which sort of opened up the gates a bit and I always remember going up to book going into bookshops and I'll just stand in the children's book section I found it so much more interesting and just pour over books and and then I just started working on my own artwork I think a few years at this point had passed where I wasn't really doing anything creative and I thought you know I, I really need to either make it happen or go off in a completely different direction. Um, and then, yeah, so I was just like working on my portfolio. And then I started looking for agents. And I um, I got to a point where I felt I could, I wasn't, you know, at that level, a professional level, but I felt I was at an okay level to possibly send something in, which I did. And um, I sent my work to Bright, the agency that I'm with now. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kept me in a sort of like a, a development development sort of like pool. It's almost a bit like a, like a preschool before you go into school. And, <laughs> you know, um, and they, they helped me develop my work. While I was in the um, development, I, I actually got offered my first job, which was so exciting. And I got... Um, I think it was a at that at that point it was it was very exciting because it was it was a six card greeting cards range 
six designs. And, and I think, I don't think that had ever um, happened before. So that was exciting. So that's, that's how I, I got into it. And then I started to do more card designs and more licensing and gift wrap. And then I got a, was a really lovely job with Harrods designing their stationery as well. So then it, it all stemmed from there. And I think I did about a year's, maybe less than a year's um, sort of worth of work in the sort of the greeting cards and gift wrap industry. And then I got my first job. I was really pushing to get into the publishing side. Um, and then, yeah, sort of around that time, I got offered my first publishing job, which was actually a pirate book. Ah. So I'll always remember it well. Um, yeah. So I was, yeah, really, really lucky. And then it all, you know, it's all uh, sort of took off from there. Has your um, illustrative style changed very much from that first pirate picture book to, to now? I think so. I... Uh, this is pre-children, so I used to paint a lot more tr- traditionally. Um, I think I, I think my work's refined. Um, you know, I, I've never used at that point. I've never used Photoshop or sort of like anything digital. I was a bit of a, a tech phobe, so I think you know how I can't remember how many more years years on we are from there. Probably about eight years now. Um, it's it's definitely I think my style's refined, but I do less I do less um, probably come onto this later sort of traditional sort of artwork now I think with children and time and you know everything's so so much quicker when you do things digitally. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's 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 changed. I think I, I would say refined slightly, but you, you can I think of course a certain style which you'll you'll always be able to pick up on. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Thank you. And mm. how did you come to work with Lantana Publishing? Um, it's actually my one of my agents. She sent me um, an email one day saying, look, we've we've heard from a really lovely independent publisher. Could you just take a look at the manuscripts? No, you've got lots on it. It was a really busy period. So I was like, oh, I'm not sure. Okay, I'll, I'll have a look if I can, which, you know, I did find time to. Um, and it's I just I read the manuscript very quickly breezed over it and then I, I took a couple more days to absorb absorb it a bit more and then mm-hmm. committed to the job so I just really love the text yes. so tell us about that text mm-hmm. what is the pirate tree all about it's about well I think when you initially or when I initially read the text I thought it was actually a very simple story um and then when I read it for the second and then the third time I think it's shows like a wealth of opportunities for digging deeper it's a bit like an onion that had I think it's got lots of layers to this story um it's uh, I think it really it starts some really important discussions uh, for children about inclusion exclusion and it's about um a girl who is called Sam who's a bit of a tomboy and that was one of the sort of directions they as an illustrator they said we don't want you to make it too obvious that she's a girl but she has to be a girl so that's a little bit sort of challenging. So uh, Sam, she's a bit of a tomboy. She, you know, she comes across this tree, which she she makes and calls her pirate tree. And she, you know, she plays games where she's going to be sailing across the seven seas with an unknown sailor, Agu, um, who approaches her and asks to come aboard. You know, he's kind of asking, can I join in your game? Can we possibly be friends? Um, and she's, I don't think she she's, a bit suspicious at first, but then realises, actually, I think he can contribute to, to the game. He's a bit different to me, so maybe he'll add something here and kind of allows him on board. And it just basically shows a development of um, acceptance and friendship. Mm. 
and the power of uh, a child's imagination as well. Yeah, it's a really beautiful story, isn't mm, it? Mm. And um, when you were, the illustrations are really beautiful. They're really kind of wistful and soft, mm. but, and they yeah. capture the kind of power of imagination really beautifully. Mm, what medium mm. did you use to help you create those? Um, well, like I said, I mainly work digitally now uh, these days. So it's all on Photoshop. Um, but with the, the paintbrushes that I use, I usually make um, my own paintbrushes. So what I do is, you know, I, I could be going out for a walk and I could find a really beautiful leaf or the texture of bark or actually on the leaf and veins and all those kind of lovely textures that sort of nature provides us. I, what I've done in the past, I've, I've taken photos of the textures, sort of scanned them into my computer. And I, I'm always very conscious because I do work digitally mainly. I don't, I don't want it to look too digital. You know, I want to add some more depth and, and make things look quite sort of natural as well and not too it's not too sort of like plastic and perfect looking no it definitely looks mm. as you say very natural oh thank you yeah they're really lovely um what was the most challenging aspect of illustrating this before mm. the spread um, that you found most tricky it was definitely i think getting sam's character right because you know part of the brief was you know, like i just previously said was was she she's a tomboy and you have to get that across and show that to the reader but she's a girl as well and but it has to be obvious that she is a girl without that you know so that, that i guess that was the most challenging thing um and the other thing was lantana they they gave me complete creative reign um with the layout with the color palette um they said well it's just here's the manuscript you just do what you want to do which is great and and you know as an illustrator those those are the lines you want to hear um think, oh, great I can do what I want I can be as creative as I want and then you've got this blank page you know staring back at you and you have you've only got the manuscript you don't really have too many directions here and um, that that can be a little bit daunting but I think once you once you manage the first spread it's it's then easier to get going yeah do you know if um uh, Brigitte had any input I know often people think that illustrators and authors work very closely but I know that actually often they they mm. never meet no, we you know we we've never spoken. We've we've emailed each other, and um, you know we follow each other on social media, and we will support one another. Um, you know other, others work, but uh, I, I think what happened was they. I think Lantana sent her um, some pieces of my artwork, so she was familiar with it. Um, there was, I mean, there was a very. I, think, I guess she. I'm just trying to remember. She gave me, and Lantana gave me. Um, character descriptions to follow and that was the starting point um, and I don't think she actually saw anything until I did my black and whites which again were very very rough and what I tend to do at that point just to give the author a bit more information I usually do a full colored spread as well because sometimes it's really hard to gauge my my pencils aren't tight perfect um, sketches they're really rough um, and so I think giving a one or two sort of coloured spreads just gives that person a really good idea how the book is going to look, what the finished artwork is going to is going to look as well. So 
um, at that stage, things were sent across to her. And she was very happy, I think, and, and, and very, you know, very willing for me to, to carry on. They, they put a lot of trust in me, but I think they were quite happy with the end result of the artwork. Interesting. Can you remember which spread it was that you sent her to look at in the full colour? Or... I think I'm just trying, I think it was the cover, actually. It was the cover that they saw first. That's one of the on. And I think there was, it may have been spread where you and Sam meet for the first time and the tree is between, but it was, it's dividing them. And I really wanted to show, um, show their characters, the emotion, but keeping everything quite simplistic so it really stood out. There's a lot of, there's quite a lot of, see in my artwork sometimes I don't color you know color a, a full spread um so I just like to make sort of perspective um interesting mm. um so I think I sent that to to them initially it was the cover and that spread um and I think they were quite happy with that and I was just I was allowed to plow on I was really really just gave me the green lights and Perfect. and I carried on so it, it was actually quite a smooth process so I was lucky yeah, definitely. And what was your favourite spread to illustrate? Um, I think it was, I can't remember the number of the spread, but it's the, it's a spread when Agu and Sam come face to face with the pirates. And here I didn't want to illustrate a typical um, pirate ship, two ships, you know, sort of coming together. I, you know, I thought that's probably been done to death. And I just wanted, because the text was so whimsical, I wanted to show show this in the artwork. So I think I've illustrated it with um, the pirates are balancing quite sort of fearsome looking sharks beneath them. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, the good side, which is Sam and Agu, they're balancing on fish. And these fish have... Um, but I think it's quite clear what's going on. Um, there's a, a bit of a, a war or a fight um, in the scene. I, thought I also illustrated... I wanted to make it look quite sort of stormy yes. um, in that spread. Lovely, thank you. And um, do you mentioned that you like to take photographs of natural textures mm. when you're out and about, which you then um, use to in your Photoshop work. Are there any other illustrators mm-hmm. or books or any other areas from which you draw inspiration for your work as well? Yeah, I mean, you can, and I certainly, I, I look at other people's artwork, what they're up to. I do, I love spending time in, in bookshops and just sort of mulling over all kinds of books, you know, obviously like children's books. Um, it could, I mean, it literally could be anything, uh, you know, like I said before, you know, going for a walk, you just, if you see a really interesting shape, whether it be a tree or a rock or, you know, anything like that. And uh, also Pinterest is, is brilliant um for any you know inspiration you've got so many visuals there and visual uh cues really so that's that's always a good place and i also i do use my children (laughs) as models or as their artwork as inspiration exactly so you know they they may draw sort of pictures or they may have a really sort of interesting sort of concept going on and not that i'm nicking their ideas but they they just you know obviously I'm not to, to go there but um 
you know, it could be their artwork. It could be a conversation we would be having or maybe a one-liner that they just come out with. And it just, it kind of plants a seed, doesn't it, for you sometimes? It plants a little seed and that, and that grows a, a bit. Mm, lovely. You have to give them credit. Um, so are you currently working on anything new that you can tell us about or do you have any other um, books that you've illustrated coming up yeah I'm um, I'm currently working um, it's a really beautiful story about a biracial girl who's finds out where she fits in in the world so it's a story about her roots and um, herself her sense of self um, and I think she's it's a book about and a story about a girl who, you know, she's, she doesn't really question who she is, you know, um, until people start asking, what are you? And it's trying to find the art to give them. And, you know, so that, that's quite an interesting concept. Yeah. And I think that's coming out, if I'm correct, it may be coming out end of next year. So I'm, I'm currently, I mean, I think I've, I've coloured one spread of that so far. And that'll be coming out in the US, I think, end of next and year. Is that so, so very, very early stages. Yeah, it's always amazing how long it actually takes a book to, to come together. Yeah, it's a, exactly. a long process, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. And is that also... It is, it is. Is yeah, that yeah. with Lentana as well? No, no, that's with um, an American publisher. Oh. So it's a, a new, a new uh, sort of publisher that I haven't worked with before. Oh, so that was interesting. Yeah. Brilliant. Lovely. Well, I have come to the end of all my questions. So thank you so much for taking the time to give such interesting answers. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Jay. And um, yes, I look forward to trying to spot your illustrations and other books now. I maybe try and find some greeting cards if they're still floating about. Absolutely. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I'm sure that, I think I've got a few out there. Ah, excellent. <laughs> thanks, thank Jay. Thank you so much. Have a lovely evening. Take care. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed Jenny's interview. Now it's time to hear from this term's brand new pupil reviewers, fresh from Ryefield Primary School. We have Layla reviewing Mark and Shark by John Doherty and illustrated by Katie Aby. And we have Kyle who is reviewing The Dragon Sitter by Josh Lacey and illustrated by Gary Parsons. Let's hear what they have to say. Hello, my name is Layla and I'll be reviewing Mark and Shark by John Doherty and illustrated by Katie Abbey, published by Oxford University Press. This book is about a boy called Mark who has a pet shark and owns a detectiving service. One day they get their first customer called Ursula. Ursula is not your ordinary customer. She's a polar bear. This polar bear owns an ice cream truck and an evil penguin is putting her out of business. She asked Mark and the shark to help her. They visit a dangerous side of town and the rest of the story involves talking fridges, octopuses, robbers and unicorns. I've never read a story like this before. It's one of a kind. If I had to give it a score out of 10, I would give it a 10. What are you waiting for? Read the book now. You've got no time to lose. This book is called The Dragon Sitter, written by Josh Lacey, Lacey and illustrated by Gary Parsons. 
This is a book about a boy who is asked to look after his uncle's dragons while he goes travelling in the Himalayas. The highlight of the book for, for me was that the main character, Eddie, gets a chance to go to London for, for an interesting adventure. The great thing about the book is that it has a lot of imagination in it, which makes it a really interesting book. I found this this book really easy to read because the way the ret the writer has set the, the story out and it, it was e really easy to follow i think the book is full of adventure imagination and interesting things that may not really exist in the real world reading the story reminded me of, of the book and film how to train your dragon only because the dragons are the main part of the story as a seven-year-old boy i would really recommend this book to other children Well, I hope you've enjoyed the interview and their pupil reviews. If you have any requests for any specific books for topics you might be doing or for particular readers, please do get in touch. If you download the Anchor app, you can leave me a voicemail message or you can get hold of me on my blog, www.librarygirlandbookboy.wordpress.com or you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as at bookSuperhero2 and you can even get hold of me in my library girl and book boy facebook group please do get in touch well that's all folks i hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the library girl and book boy podcast if you did or even if you didn't please remember to subscribe so that you are immediately alerted to the release of the next podcast episode you won't want to miss out because i'm talking to aisha bushby about her newest middle grade title a pocket full of stars which is currently out with egmont see you next time Bye bye